Hello, welcome to another episode of Storytime with Candice. Today I'm opening up a little bit. I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable here. But before I get into that, I'm going to start off with a little story time, kind of the inspiration behind this episode and why I really wanted to talk about it. Um, we all know that I recently went on a bachelorette trip and it was on this trip with a majority of people I, I usually don't hang out with, obviously, but Taylor looked at me one night and she, you know, <laughs> big smile on her face, laughing. We were, we were out, but she was talking to somebody else as she was holding me. And she looked at this other person and said, Candace is always saying that she doesn't like people and, um, that she, uh, doesn't need new friends, but, she's the most loving girl you'll ever meet. And she's the funniest and the sweetest. And, um, you know, but she always says this and it's not true. And I remember looking back at her while she's telling somebody else about me to my face, uh, which I really appreciate, but I heard it coming out of somebody else's mouth and it just clicked that, maybe people need to understand why I say this. And it isn't because I don't think that I'm loving and caring and funny and sweet and all of these things, but it's because I was all of these things to the wrong people. And because of that, because of the way that I used to choose friendships and give all of who I am to them is the reason why the friendships I have now are one, so special, and two, what I like to call blueprint friendships. It's these friendships I have now that I will hold as my standard when moving forward through my adult life. And that's not to say that these girls, guys, whatever, are people I speak to every single day. They know every single thing about me and um, they know my innermost thoughts. And that's not true at all. I don't speak to some of my closest friends for a few days at a time. And that's 100% okay. Well, with them and I guess with me too. But ultimately... It's the communication and the respect I now look for when using that word friend. When I was 16 years old in high school, when I was 18 years old as a freshman in college, and then when I was 22 years old as a recent graduate of college, I had friendships that blew up, (laughs) that, for lack of a better term, exploded (laughs) all over me. And when I look back at it now, this is years and years ago, I'll look back at it now and I'll, if I ever see these girls in person, all I want to do is thank them. All I want to do is, oh my gosh, just maybe not hug, because, but 
but thank them because it hurt so bad at the time, but ultimately it was the biggest gift that I've ever received um, outside of being born into the family that I've been born into, because I think that that's actually um, quite amazing. But, but what I'm saying is that these eight, when I was 16, 18, 22, these three significant where I can, I can think back and know like these three significant points in my life where the girls I trusted more than anything, it kicked me in the teeth. What happened knocked me down so completely. I was shocked every single time, but, but now it's given me the gift of walking with my eyes wide open and looking at people with an understanding that nobody's perfect, that not all relationships can be put on a pedestal and um, misunderstandings can happen, but that if communication directly follows and that if those girls you call your friends truly believe that they are friends with you, these explosions won't happen. They can't because if there's trust on both sides and there's communication, it, there is no explosion. And I know this because it's happened before. It's happened to me. It's happened to maybe a lot of you. But when there's trust, and there's communication, you're able to look at a misunderstanding and move forward. And that's what I have now. And when you're younger, you don't realize how important communication is. When I had the last issue happen, when I was 22, which I could argue is the most significant, the key missing Two, two key missing issues that led to the actual demise of, of these friendships group, friendship groups with, with me is the lack of trust and the lack of communication. Had they both been there, I probably still would have been friends with them. So when I say that I'm so grateful and thankful that it happened the way it did, what I'm truly trying to communicate now is that trust between me and these girls it just wasn't there we didn't trust each other and ultimately that would lead any relationship into a eruption it just it'll always happen if you don't trust them and they don't trust you you're doomed even with communication at the end. Because now if I get into an argument with a friend of mine and we hash it out quickly, the communication is there, we know that because we've trusted each other for X amount of years, that we can move on from it. Truly, completely. I've recorded this so many times um, now, but... What I was originally going to do was talk about what happened 
at 16, 18, and 22. And I was going to go into extreme detail. (laughs) And that might be a little bit wrong because it's just unnecessary. But I, I do want to give a little bit of a overview of what happened so you're not all in the dark um but that so we can kind of extrapolate on what i'm what i'm speaking about when i was 16 i awkward i was awkward i smelled like chlorine because i was on the swim team and and high school is just a confusing time for for most women but i was always told to study really hard and to do the best I could and, you know, colleges around the corner, all of these things. Um, But friendships were never part of any sort of textbook that you could learn about. You had to, you have to practice in real time. It had to be done on the spot. So a friend of mine sat me down with another friend of mine um, and she told us that she wanted a break from the friendship, like like we were in a relationship and she wanted an actual break, like Ross and Rachel, I will die on this hill, that they were on a break, but it was like we were going on a break. Um, she wanted space from our friendship and I thought it was all very strange, but I kind of just nodded along and didn't say much very unlike me now but but at the time I remember nodding and saying okay sounds good and and she said I I want to explore new friendships here in high school and at the time I just kind of nodded away looking back it was so interesting how I handled it (laughs) I'm impressionable, I'm naive, I um, don't really understand what's happening, but I used that moment as a like stepping stone to realize that friendships aren't forever and that find friends that will stick around because apparently we could just go on breaks whenever we wanted without any sort of argument happening at all. So lots was learned um, during this interaction. But eventually, I we all found new friends and continued on with high school, obviously. And soon it became really apparent that I wanted to one, move out of Los Angeles, and two, I wanted to study hospitality hotel management. I had taken a class, and I had internships and jobs at different hotels around me, so I was aware of what the job would entail. So cute as an 18-year-old thinking I knew what I wanted. (laughs) But best decision to move away. I'm so glad I did it because when I was away, I learned how to be myself. I quickly learned that I was sarcastic and I was sassy and that I could make people laugh. And this was tremendously helpful to my self-esteem, but also 
to cement the fact that I moved away as being a good decision overall. Because here I was learning how to do my laundry, to go to um, the clinic when I was sick, um, and learning that I was capable of making good good friendships. And some of these friendships that I made in college, I still have today. And it's because of them that I know that when I'm me, it's 100% acceptable to be me. This was, I think, the first time in my life I had that. And that is huge. At the same time, back in LA, um, still very good friends with all of my high school friends, but spring break was coming around. And we were all really excited. It was my first college spring break. And my friends in LA and I were planning a trip to Mexico. I was excited for it. I thought it was going to be a great time. So I texted my mom the information, gave her a call in between classes, gave her, you know, the um, dates and times, airport information that I had, and asked her if she could please get me the ticket. So of course she did. And then, of course, about, uh, I'd say a couple weeks later, I get a phone call from, I don't know, a friend in this group. And she said, and I don't even remember who it was in this group, um, but if this podcast hits a certain number of people, then I'll reach out and and, uh, first I'll send this to them personally, but I will ask who it was that called me um, because I'm now just dying to know. (laughs) Um, But she said that they added a few other people to the trip Um, There were a few guys now involved and a few other girls. And moral of the story, um, or jump to, I was no longer invited. I was, again, what? I was speechless. Um, Right back to when I was 16. So I can't remember what I said, and I'm pretty sure I was speechless. I don't remember if I even asked why or or anything. I just, all I remember is hanging up the phone and calling my mom because she had to cancel the flight. I wasn't going to go anymore. And I had to tell her why. And Ellie is, um, she's a queen. And she, from the moment I told her, was a complete boss about the situation and took care of everything. Said, I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I'm pretty sure there were non-refundable tickets, but I'm going to figure it out. Don't worry about it. Uh, just focus on school and um, and we'll see you soon. Because at that point, I had been coming back to LA like every month um, to see, you know, my family and my, my quotes, friends. So this situation really... Um, it catapulted me straight into these relationships in Las Vegas that I had found and loved. So I kind of put all of LA aside and went straight in on my college friends, which 
was the best uh, idea that I had at the time. And it ended up being the best idea to this day. But now I'm, I'm living with the idea that these high school friends of mine were able to uninvite me from a trip. And I was on the receiving end of that rejection. And when you're 18 and this is happening, it's, it's so much because you already don't feel very connected when you've moved 400 miles away. But now knowing that they are able to treat you um, as it like, you know, an expendable part of a trip that they've been planning and that you had bought tickets for, it was really, um, it showed a lot in, in what I thought these friendships were. And it changed who I was. Ultimately, for the better, it changed who I was. But I started to feel very self-conscious about everything. I was self-conscious about everything. And that didn't help when I was trying to be brave and make new friends. But, you know... I pushed through and I ended up making really, really good friends, as I've said before. But um, this was definitely a moment in time where I won't forget how alone I really, really was um, because I was so used to feeling the crutches of my friendships in LA being like a safety and this was a big, big red flag that I don't have those crutches anymore. I don't have that back home. So I need to, you know, suck it up essentially and find better friends. (laughs) Okay. That sounded a little harsh now that I hear it back, but, um, it all ended up being completely okay. Uh, because, I did end up finding a group of girls that I love and um, I joined a sorority and we were all somewhat similar. We were all kind of sarcastic and sassy and we um, still are to this day. And I really, really appreciate them because I I don't even think they knew how bad it was for me in my head, but uh, being saved kind of from the drama that was my LA friend group, I was able to start over in the best, best way (laughs) imaginable. So jump to now 22, I've now graduated college. I am fully confident in who I am because I've spent the last four years um, becoming friends with these fantastic group of girls that I love with everything I am and who, more importantly, <laughs> in my head, loved me for exactly who I was. I didn't change anything. I was completely me. I mean, I might have changed how loud I was about being me because I was um, so invested in making sure I was never going to be somebody that could be walked all over by friends again, um, which was wishful thinking on my behalf because when I was 22, it all (laughs) kind of happened again. 
I had moved back and there was, how specific am I trying to get here? I'm not sure, but there was a wedding and there were events at said wedding that led to my sister getting hurt. Now, it all gets very confusing, so I won't even be able to get super specific about it, but overview, like macro level. When the events happened, I immediately took care of my sister first and foremost. Um, I'll, I'll always do that, so I don't regret that. What was going on that I didn't realize were conversations that I wasn't um, aware of. So, for example, these girls were, I mean, they were talking shit about myself and my sister without me knowing or without, you know, my sister knowing. So we couldn't really stop the... uh, rumors in their tracks because that's all they really were they were rumors without any sort of truth to them at all and it was an explosion okay explosion might be a bit dramatic but when you figure out that a group of women are capable of thinking the absolute worst about you without any sort of confirmation or um, questions, but just they're able to take in all of this nonsense and, and believe it without any sort of confirmation. Being on the receiving end of that, all I felt was just embarrassment that they wouldn't know me if I had been friends with them for 10 more years because all they needed to know was what they already knew about me right I don't hide who I am they've seen me they know where I come from who I am how I am you know they've seen me react to different things they've seen me care for them love um, love them. And it just was so glaringly obvious that these girls just were not it. They weren't the ride or die that I thought they were. And this hit so hard. And the one regret I have to this day is that I didn't say anything. I let it all happen. Even to this day, I kind of wish I had my moment where I, whether this is healthy or not, I'm not sure, but like, just, I wish I gave it to them a little bit. You know, I let them off the hook is what I did. I let them off the hook. And I wish that I had sat down and grilled them. I wish that I kind of like yelled at one of them specifically. Um, But, you know, for making all of this up, mostly because I think that that's just trash behavior. But in the moments that followed, I all I kept thinking was karma, you know? And and also the idea that God puts things in your path 
and he takes them away because they're not serving you anymore. And when that happens, it might hurt, but it ultimately leads to the life that you really should be on and the life that you really deserve, to be honest. Um, I, for the longest time, was wondering, like, why me? Like, why, why did it have to happen this way? And why was it me that it had to happen to? But looking back now, I, I'm so grateful it was me because fuck that noise. I'm so happy that I've now realized what true friendship really means, what trust really means, how it feels to be surrounded by people who want the best for you, who support you, who don't talk shit about you, and who love you for you, who love you for you. And that is more than anything you could possibly want because... Life isn't worth living if you don't have the people who know you best surrounding you. So in conclusion, I have been put on a friendship break. I have been uninvited to spring break in Mexico. And I have been talked shit about and walked away from a friendship that I spent years trying to um, be my best at. Also, I could sit here and talk to you all about it. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But if any of you out there have had a friendship explode in any of these ways or in other ways that I haven't talked about here, just remember that if you can't see why it's happened or you're not grateful it's happened, it's coming. Your day of hearing that wonderful, wonderful noise of it all happened for the best inside your head, because it's coming, it will come. It will be a glorious day. And you'll think about this recording, maybe, hopefully, I don't know, but you'll understand what I mean because. I was stuck in there and I didn't see it. I didn't see how I could get over it. Um, But one day it it just all clicked and it's (sighs) so good.